awesome podcast. Toot toot. Hey, Big Al, let's go on a safari. What do you say? Oh, that sounds like a great idea. Let's go on a safari together. Let's look at some animals that ain't me. Let's get in a Jeep with no sides or windows. Yeah, who needs all that stuff? Especially when there's wild animals around. <laughs> who needs a window that could roll up? When you go out to see a, I don't know, a lion or a bear. I want to smell that giraffe breath. I want it. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to roll up that window even if I had it. Well, let's call up our old friend Safari Joe and get him to gas up that Safari Jeep and take us out into the wild. For a safari. What's that over there? What is that? Oh, wow, that's a that's a tiger, Mr. Possum. Wow, that's a tiger? I've never seen a tiger that looks like that before. Well, that's a city tiger, Mr. Possum. A city tiger? Yeah, look over there. He's got a uh, he's got like a jean jacket on. He's got a cool hairstyle, some sunglasses, and he's listening to a boombox. I'm a little worried about this tiger. He's out of his environment. He's got a denim jacket on that could get very uncomfortable if it gets wet. Yeah, he's not exactly wearing hiking gear or anything. I mean, being a cool tiger is tight, but it will not save you in the wild. Do you think that this city tiger even cares about eating, or is he, like, too cool to hunt? Yeah, he probably just wants some uh, some city beverage, like an Americano or something. We ain't gonna find it out here, city boy! Yeah, I think they abducted this uh, city tiger from the city streets. Stuck him out here in the wild. It's always a shame when you see that. This safari is off to a good start, because I definitely feel better than this animal. <laughs> oh, look over there, Big Al. You see that? What? The, the, you talking about the squirrel you're pointing at? Yes, it's a squirrel. Okay. You see that squirrel? Yeah, well, that's not part of the safari, Mr. Possum. That's the heck it ain't. Anytime you see an animal on a safari, it's part of the safari. Any dope knows that. Well, but there's squirrels everywhere, Mr. Possum. Well, then the safari is everywhere. The adventure awaits. You're willing to rewrite the rules of the universe to win this argument right here. I suppose I am. Now, let me, let me kick you on some game, Big Al. Let me tell you something about squirrels. Squirrel's the luckiest animal in the world. Do you know that? <laughs> I don't know that, and I doubt it. You're wrong. They got that tail. They got that bushy, beautiful, gorgeous tail. Let's them get away with anything. Did you know that the first squirrel was just a rat dressed up in a costume? Mm. He was. And then he just had a family. And now we got squirrels. That's how genealogy works. Now you listen to me, quit laughing at me. I know laughing in the safari jeep. <laughs> if you should ever be so unfortunate to grow a tail, okay. I hope to God it's bushy and hairy and not fleshy like mine. The world hates a bald tail. That's the first thing you've said in a while that's made sense, Mr. Possum, because a, a bald tail is very creepy. It is. The day may come when you grow a tail, Big Al, and if you've been good, it will grow out bushy and hairy. If you've been bad, karma will give you a bald tail, like mine, and you'll be below me. So you were bad before your tail grew? 
I must have been. Because look at it. It's disgusting. You're willing to accept that you're inherently a lowly creature, and that's why you grew a bald tail. Yeah, look how gross it is. I look like that feller that works for Jabba the Hutt. Hmm. Salacious crumb. Not the little laughing monkey. Oh. You know, the guy with the long tail hair. You're talking about Bib Fortuna. I don't need a Bib Fortuna. How wet do you think that tuna salad's gonna be? It could be pretty wet, but I'm talking about the character from Return of the Jedi that you mentioned. Yes. Is named Bib Fortuna. That's so funny. Isn't it funny? Why isn't he out here? They probably named him that because one of the guys on the crew there, probably like the lead grip, probably had a tuna bib that he got out every day. And one day they hit his tuna bib and he couldn't eat lunch. He got real mad. And so they named the alien bib, 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 bib Fortuna. Absolutely, that's what happened. This has been the making of Return of the Jedi. <laughs> Mr. Possum and I are on a safari tonight. Oh, it's been wild so far. I'm scared out here. It's been a wild safari. Oh, toot, 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 toot. All right, take your eyes off that exciting uh, common squirrel, Mr. Possum, and have a look over there into the woods, deep into the woods. Okay, I think I see something. You see that? That's a wolf. Oh, that is a wolf. Oh, he kind of looks kind of sad. He is sad, Mr. Possum. He's a, he's what's known as a cry wolf. <laughs> cry wolf. It's a wolf that looks sad because its facial markings make it look like it's crying all the time. Oh, so it's not actually sad? No, it's also very sad. They're, uh, unlike most wolves, they don't live in packs. They live by themselves, and they're oh, sad. so they're just lonely. They're lonely, yes, that's true. So they're lone wolves. They're actual, real lone wolves, and they hate it. Why don't they just hang out with the other lonely wolves and make a group, read books together? Because they bum each other out, Mr. Puss. Oh, it's too powerful when combined. Mm-hmm. They make each other sad. What do you think would cheer up this wolf? I don't know, maybe if you threw some of that popcorn to it? What if I hit him with it and he thinks I'm just pelting him? I'll make it worse. Yeah, that would make him more sad. Puss, I don't want to give him my popcorn. That's my safari popcorn. Here, let me, let me try something. Hey, Wolf, why don't you try smiling? Change that old sour puss face. Yeah, smile for us, Mr. Wolf. We're your customers, and you're bumming us out. Yeah, we deserve your best face. Drive on, Safari Joe. I grow tired of this animal. Ooh, look over there. What's that? You gotta look hard, because it blends into the background. Mm -hmm. And it's also real slow. So it's that tree. You're just pointing at a tree now. No, oh, dummy. Look at that turtle. He's funny. Look at him. Look how old he is. Yeah. He's so old. I thought it was a rock because of all the moss growing on his little shell there. I'm jealous of this turtle, Big Hell. You're jealous of a turtle on the ground? Yeah. I deserve a shell. Well, when we get back to the gift shop, I'll get you a pistachio. 
No, I'm talking about a mobile home. That turtle's got a trailer. Mm -hmm. I want a mobile home. If you think about it, look at that little animal stuck in that shell. Uh -huh. Nobody could hate that face. Look at him. He don't really need all this protection. Now look at my face. Don't I need a shell? You're saying that a shellless turtle would be cuter than you are. Like a naked turtle. Yeah. He just looked like an old man Oof. crawling around naked on the ground. I don't think that that would look... I think a shellless turtle would be a nightmare, Mr. Possum. I disagree. I think people would think that it was their grandpa and want to hang out with it and eat raisinets with it. Mm. Now look at me. Aren't I just a horrific sight? You are. You are incredibly ugly, Mr. Possum. I can tell when I'm passing somebody on the sidewalk and they look at me and they're scared and disgusted. It's not about anything I'm doing. It's just because of my teeth and, you know, the way I live. Mm. And I would like to be able to pop inside of a shell to avoid that nasty interaction that's going to happen. Or somebody kicking you because they think you're not their grandpa. Yes. Yes, I think you finally get me. Uh -huh. All right. Safari Joe. Cut the engine. Big Al, let's take this turtle shell. I'm not getting out of the safari jeep. That's the mistake everyone makes. Just real quick, he ain't. Look, he's probably sleeping. Let's take it off him, and I'm going to take it and put it on my body. I'm not going to be the guy on Yahoo News tomorrow who got out of the safari jeep, got eaten by a turtle. I'm not going to be that guy. All right, well, let's just wait till we see one in the city sometime when we're safe. Yeah. And we're going to rob a turtle someday, okay? Yeah, well, I'll get you I'll get you a turtle if you need one. Get me a turtle? Yeah. Oh, yes. Look over there. We got another animal. Ooh, what is that? That is a seagull. He ain't acting right. That's right. Because he's drunk. He's drunk? Yeah, that seagull's drunk. Look at him. He's uh, stumbling around. He's having trouble walking in a straight line. Seagulls ain't supposed to be drunk. Well, nobody's supposed to be drunk, Mr. Possum, but here we are. And that gull is, uh, is pretty loaded. What do you think he drank? What do you think the seagull's drink is? I would I would guess it'd be rum. You know, that would just be, that's the most coastal beverage I could think of. Think so? Yeah. He seems kind of like a Vegas bomb kind of a bird to me. A Vegas bomb? Yeah. What's what's in a Vegas bomb? Bunch of dumb stuff. Well, that would make sense because a seagull is a scavenger. So, I don't know, maybe it came across a garbage can outside of a bar and it had a little cocktail that was a Vegas bomb. See, this is making sense. We're working the crime scene. Well, I don't think it's a crime for a seagull to be drunk. You sound like that seagull. That ain't a crime for a seagull to be drunk. <laughs> Him staggering around. I, I mean, I guess I just relate to the drunk seagull. That's unfortunate because this animal looks rough. But yeah, I'll be very careful. There is a very dangerous animal pretty close to you. Okay, what is it? Try not to panic. Don't turn around and look at him, okay? Just be very calm. Are you calm? Uh, I'm not calm right now, no. My heart rate is up hearing you say a very dangerous animal is near me. It's fine if you don't excite him. Now, oh, right now, he's not don't moving. Say that. Don't say that. But he's looking at you. 
It's a duck. <laughs> Are you kidding me? It's a duck? You got me worked up like that over a duck? It's not just a duck. It's a disco duck. <laughs> what are you talking about, Mr. Possum? Oh, wow, that is a disco duck. You're talking too loud. It's starting to dance. Look at his bell bottoms. Oh, you're <laughs> laughing at it. Look at that wide lapel on his uh, bright white blazer. Don't you laugh at his clothes, Big Al. This is it. Mm, you're walking right into his web. <laughs> I, I, look, he's starting to dance. He's threatening you, you fool. Okay. Well, what what is he going to do if all his moves are disco-related? I feel like the threat is just that he's going to burst out into song and dance for me. Oh, the disco moves are just the precursor. He's got a very poisonous bite. Oh. Deadly. It's a poisonous duck. Yes, he's poisonous, and he's a squeezer. He's going to come over here and squeeze you tight, suck all the air out you. You don't want to inflame a disco duck. Well, uh, let's get out of here. Put the pedal to the metal, Safari Joe. I'm scared of this disco duck. Over there, Mr. Possum. Look at that. There's a monkey. It's a monkey. Who's that next to him? Well, it looks like there's a human man next to that monkey. Yeah. What's going on there? They're both, uh, they both look really sad. They're almost like crying. This is odd. I feel like we shouldn't be seeing this. Yeah, it's very strange. They, they're sort of shaking hands a little bit. And then the human guy is, like, pushing the monkey away a little bit. But the monkey won't stop shaking his hand. You think the monkey's stalking him? You think he's trying to tell him, leave my family alone? Fatal attraction or something? No, I... Here's what I think happened, Mr. Possum. I think the monkey either grew up in or has recently become a beloved member of that guy's family. And that guy eventually realized that the monkey was not going to have a good life living with his family or, and not going to live up to his monkey potential. And so now that guy is saying goodbye to the monkey in the woods and telling him to go away for the monkey's own good. But the monkey won't stop shaking his hand and won't say goodbye because the monkey doesn't understand. Oh, it's so sad. You don't even know he's being lithcowed out here. And that's really the heartbreaking thing about saying goodbye to an animal like that is they, they can't rationalize needing to part ways, you know? They think you're abandoning them. Which, to be fair, you are. Animals just can't see the big picture. They're too simple. Plus, there's a tiger out here. I mean, it's crazy to be letting a monkey go. Go on now. Just go out here and live your life. And the monkey's like, no, there's a tiger with a jean jacket on, and there's a poisonous disco duck around the corner. I don't like it out here. I like the air conditioning and the TV. Big Al and Possum, brave, strong, and awesome. Speaking truths and tootin' toots and having tons of laughs. Big Al and Possum, two good boys hootin' and hollerin'. We'll comfort you when you are blue and calm you when you're mad. Hey, Mr. Possum! Hey, Big Al! I heard you, uh, found a baby this week? Yeah, I found a little baby, Big Al. A baby 
like person. A human baby? Yeah, a baby person. Yeah, one of them. Where did you find a baby, Mr. Puzzle? He was floating in a little creek in a basket. Oh, like a foundling. A foundling? Yeah, that's a cute way to describe someone uh, abandoning their child. Oh, yeah, it was very sweet, big hell. I was out doing the washing, beating the old lady's unmentionables against a hubcap, and this infant child burbled calmly to me as it rode along the gentle current. It was swaddled in fancy linens, floating down the creek in a wicker basket, and the parents had attached a note and a bag of Doritos to him. Whoa, 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 whoa. wait a minute, wait a minute. You got a bag of Doritos? <laughs> yeah, I did. Yes, I did. I ate like a king this week. What kind of Doritos you get? Cooler Ranch. You got a bag of Cooler Ranch Doritos and you didn't invite me over? Well, you don't come over when I don't have Cooler Ranch Doritos, so I figured you wouldn't want to come over when I do have Cooler Ranch Doritos. Was I mistaken? Dang it. Now, what were we talking about? The baby you found. Oh, yeah, my baby. So there's a note on the basket as well. And the note says, please take care of our baby. We could not do it because we are a rich family of high esteem. And he was born with a goatee. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, he looks awful. Did they even name the child? Or did they leave that up to you? Oh, the kid told me his name was Blake. The kid told you his name was Blake. I thought he was a baby. Oh, he's a baby, all right, buddy. Diapers, pacifier, crying when he's hungry, the whole thing. But he told you his name. Yeah, he talks fine, and he's a good boy. He helped me carry the wash back up to the truck. Wait, he can walk? Uh, yeah, he can walk. Is that some miracle to you that someone with a goatee can walk? Let me ask you this. How big is Blake, Mr. Puzzle? Mm, I'd say Blake's about your size, I'd say. It's tough with people for me. Y'all just look like pink lizards walking around. Mm, okay. Like the same pink lizard. So someone roughly my size floated towards you in a huge basket, wearing a diaper. He can walk and talk. And you've taken him in like a foundling child, and you're feeding him and taking care of him? Well, we don't have to do much. He just watches TV most of the time. Uh, what's he watch on TV? Oh, Blake likes them Bravo shows. Housewives, million-dollar listings, that stuff. Ugh, terrible stuff. Well, he's a dreamer. He's our little dreamer. One day he wants to live in a big old house and have tons of money and do whatever he wants and drive a car that talks to him. Those are pretty developed dreams for a baby, Mr. Possum. He's brilliant. He's our little accountant, always asking how much money we make and stuff. Hmm. I told him not to worry about such things, and he accused me of being vague about it. He pouted and said, you sure seem damn ambiguous. And what'd you say to that, Mr. Possum? Well, I smacked that little baby on the wrist, Big Al, and I said, you will respect me no matter how damn big I is. Toot toot. Toot toot. Big Al and Possum, brave and strong and awesome, speaking truths and tootin' toots and having tons of laughs. Big Al and Possum, both bound for popper's coffins, will comfort you when you are blue and calm you when you're mad. Ooh, finally a water animal. Looky there. What do you see, Mr. Possum? I see a porpoise. Look at that porpoise, big owl. Oh, wow, you finally found a porpoise. <laughs> oh, uh, toot toot, that's delightful. Toot toot. You know about porpoises? Never heard of it, Mr. Possum. <laughs> of course you don't. 
Porpoise is a beefcake dolphin. That's what scientists call them. So it's like a beef dolphin. It's like a dolphin that is made of red meat, not uh, not fish meat. No, beefcake like hunks. Like if okay. you had a nightclub in the sea, you would hire porpoises to be the muscle at the door. You wouldn't hire muscles, you know, because they're just, mm-hmm. they're homebodies. They stay in their houses, the shells. Well, I think it depends on the size of my clientele, doesn't it? What I mean, if, what if, if all my clientele are a little like sea bugs, then I can just get muscles at the door. But if my clientele are, uh, are like sperm whales or something, then porpoises ain't going to make no difference. I think you're just trying to irritate me right now. I am. I you am. ain't going to have a nightclub where shrimp come in. Ain't nobody going to come to that club. I tell you what, there's going to be an octopus playing the drums, though, for sure. Oh, that sounds good. That'd be raw. Mm-hmm. Can there'll we be book? some uh, there'll be some sea lions playing the uh, saxophone. Ooh, it's like an underwater weird alien cantina. Mm-hmm. Now, can we book some of these alien animal fellers to come play my club and have the porpoise at the door? Porpoise. <laughs> All right. So the beefcake of the ocean. Yeah. Muscles. They got their muscles. Mm-hmm. They're strong. They got kind of round teeth, which is nice. Uh, what I don't what I don't get is what's the point of having muscles if you don't got arms, Mr. Possum? You mean what's the porpoise? What's the porpoise of a porpoise? To guard nightclubs in the ocean. Right, but they don't have arms. They can't grab anybody. No, but they can headbutt you and be like, go on, get. You're too stupid to have a good time. safari tonight. Still. We got a couple animals left. How do you know how many animals we're about to see? I snuck a peek at Safari Joe's itinerary, and I see only two more animals on there. Oh, I see. Okay. Now, this next one you might not be able to spot. Look out there in that field, Mr. Possum. Mm, Yeah, you're right. I don't spot nothing. I see a field. Do you see how some of the grass is raised a little bit, and there's like some little muddy tracks there? Yes. Yes, I do. That's because there's a mole under there. Oh, I knew there was a mole out here. I knew it. Gotta be a mole if there's a field, Mr. Possum. Kind of a ripoff to have a mole stop on your safari, considering you can't see it. But uh, anyway, that's so that's fascinating. We're just kind of looking at a patch of grass. You know, I'm not surprised there's a mole out here, Big Al. Operation this big, it's bound to be at least one mole. Okay, now you're assigning a nefarious motive to the mole just from just from what it was born as, which I, I think is 
coming from an animal is kind of, that's questionable. Since I can't see it, I'm just kind of forced to make my own narrative to entertain myself. Well, it is nature's spy. They do say that about moles. Moles are like nature's little submarine, little dirty submarine. Hmm. Now, I've never thought about it that way. Nature's submarine. Out there in the dirt, the dirt ocean, as they call it. The dirt ocean. They call dirt the ocean of the land. I know. I know that. And moles out there in the dirt ocean, they're like uh, nature's little porpoises. I'm going to open up a nightclub under that field, Mr. No, don't you dare take my bit. No. Stop. (laughs) Safari Joe, throw him out. No. I want him out. I will not be on the cover of Yahoo News tomorrow. Well, then you shut your mouth about a dirt nightclub. Mm -hmm. It's my bit. Oh, now I was hoping I would see something like this, Big Al. This is an animal. Oh, wow. Oh, the mighty buffalo. Look out there. That thing is incredible. Oh, what majesty, Big Al. Now, this is an animal. Just so powerful. Look at it. I've wanted to see a buffalo my whole life. Did you know that? You'd never brought up buffalo before. I was afraid you'd ruin it. Hmm. That's why I don't talk about it. I treasure it. That much. Well, I sure hope I don't ruin it for you, Mr. Possum. It's just an honor to see the source of all buffalo sauce flavor. Okay. You know, I mean, I've tasted that sauce so much, and I think, God, I'd like to meet the animal that this came from Mm. just once. Okay. Did you know that buffalo sauce comes from the tears of a freshly sad buffalo? Okay. Now, I'm not talking about your fake sad wolf. I'm talking about real buffalo tears. Mm. Uh, Mr. Possum, I, I was going to try really hard not to ruin this moment for you. Oh. But that's not true. Buffalo sauce does not come from buffaloes. Do you hear what you're saying? How foolish that sounds? It's called buffalo sauce because it originated in Buffalo, New York. Oh. Don't sound right. Sounds like it comes from a buffalo. Buffaloes cry regular saline tears like the rest of us, Mr. Possum. Now, are you just ruining this for me just to ruin it, or are you telling it true, true? I'm telling you the true, true, Mr. Possum. Buffalo sauce does not come from buffaloes. Aww. Dumb old buffalo, stupid frizzy hair. Look how dumb he looks. Okay, wow. Look at his face. I wasn't expecting you to turn on the animal uh, that quickly. It looks like he ain't got a smart thought in his head. Well, that's probably true. Let's throw something at him. Okay, let's I not do I think I hate him. Let's not... Okay, no, 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 no. Mr. Possum, do not get out of the wagon. Do I'm not get out, out of the safari wagon. I'm gonna go tell this buffalo do, what's going on. Mr. Possum, do not approach the wild buffalo. You think you could just lie to me my whole life? You're trash. You're trash. Okay, Mr. Possum is being headbutted into the ground by the buffalo. Doesn't look too good for Mr. Possum. Uh, Safari Joe, what do you think? What what should we do? Should we should we just wait and see if the buffalo gives up and walks away? 
great, great, great helping out there, Big Hal. I'm not getting, I told you I'm not getting out of the safari wagon. I told you I'm not going to be on the cover of Yahoo News. I always kind of wonder, what would it take to get Big Hal to step up and save me? And I thought, maybe if I was getting my head stepped on by a bison, maybe then he would help. Nope. I wonder what it would take. Well, that wasn't a bison, for one. That was a buffalo. You know, I'm sick of all this nature talk. That isn't this. Oh, no, that isn't that. Oh, no. Let's just go home, where I'm the only animal on the life safari. Every trip I take with you, Mr. Possum, ends like this. The Big Howl and Possum Podcast. Toot, toot.